And welcome back to the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. And I'm, as always, very excited to get out of the studio. And we are down in the offices of Howes Oil Company. And we're going to talk with Andy Howes, who has a long history in this community, once a city councilor. We're going to leave all that behind, Andy, uh, which is probably uh, good news and talk about a lot of other stuff, mostly about entertainment. Um, first of all, thanks for having us to your office here. This is lovely. Yeah, you bet. Happy to be on. Thank you very much. So Howes Oil Company, just for, for the record, we're, uh, is over here on 14th and 7th Avenue, 14th Street, 7th Avenue. How long has your family owned this company? It'll be 80 years next year. So my grandpa started the business in 1938. So we are, this is the, I'm the third generation. Um, and uh, yeah, we've been around for eight decades. So That's amazing. Yeah. So you, uh, you're our third generation? I am, yes. So my, my grandpa Ivan started the business mm-hmm. uh, in 1938. And my, my dad and his brothers uh, were involved in the business. And then, and now I am here as well. And my brother actually has a separate company, but uh, the gas stops here in town are, are owned by my brother. Uh, he's basically a customer of mine. Got it. Yeah. And so you you sell gas. I do. So we're basically uh, a wholesale distributor of gas and diesel fuel. So we sell the gas stations and truck stops, Got it. farmers, construction companies, that sort of thing. Wow. That's a, that's a big job. And so on the side, you decided to get into the music industry just for fun or just, yeah, yeah. I know as crazy as it sounds. Well, I'm not, uh, you know, I, I don't bowl. I'm not much of a hunter or fisher or anything like that. I've always really enjoyed music, a terrible musician. I tried playing guitar when I was a teenager and it never quite took hold. So I've always had a great appreciation for it. Um, so yeah, well, other people spend their time, you know, bowling, chasing birds, golfing, those sorts of things. And, and, the, the spare time that I have, I spend on music. So you have, you formed a company called Fuel. Right? Correct. Yep. And Fuel is a music promoter. How did you ever get into promotion of music? It's one thing to be a lover. It's right. another thing to put your money on the line. That's a, that's a good question. It's a fair point. Yeah. Um, I would say, let's see, about six years ago, um, I started occasionally having uh, house shows where, where a band would just actually play in your house mm-hmm. um, and got to be a lot of fun. You know, I had, had you know, 20 or 30 people or whatever, other people that really, really liked music and enjoyed it. And, and um, I kind of slowly started taking baby steps into doing uh, the occasional ticketed show, an actual show where, like you said, you put your money on the line hoping people show up and, and uh, come see the show. Um, so I did one of those in 2013 and then, you know, I've done maybe a half dozen or so each year since then. It's because it is truly an extra thing. Um, you know, I, I can't be doing 52 shows a year or anything like that. Still how many a year are you doing? About a half dozen. Oh, okay. That's yeah. not too many. Yeah. No, it's not too crazy. Um, and I've been, a, and I, through the fuel, uh, deal that I started up also try to help promote, uh, some other shows that other promoters are doing in town. So basically just help do my small part to, to uh, grow the Sioux Falls music community. And we've got an absolutely tremendous uh, local music community. So what was the first show you booked or first house show you had where you said, you know what, I'm going to bring a musician into my home. Total fluke deal. There's a band called Brown Bird out of Providence, Rhode Island. And I was on their email list. It was a band that I really enjoy listening to. And, they had sent an email around uh, with a week worth of tour dates that they were doing, mm-hmm. and there was a there was a gap. They were playing a combination of traditional music venues and uh, house shows, 
and they had a gap on their on their tour schedule. They were looking to do a house show in Kansas City, uh, and they were they were going to be passing through this area. So I called my wife and I said, "Hey, you know, there's this band. It was going to be the next week. There's this band that's <laughs> that's looking for a house show in Kansas City next week. What if I reach out to them and see if they'd be willing to play Sioux Falls instead?" She said, "Sure, why not?" So that's that's exactly how it happened. Between the time I received the email and contacted the band and had it had it all done was like two hours. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So it was it was they couldn't have been cooler about it, and uh, yeah, it was a ton of fun, and that. I guess that was it was it was just taking that next step it was like, wow, I really like music and it's fun to bring bands here that uh, nobody has brought before. Every band that I've brought through Sioux Falls, it's been their not only their first time to Sioux Falls, but in almost everybody's case, their first time to South Dakota. Yeah. Not only as a performer, but as a as a tourist or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um so it's been cool to introduce bands to South Dakota and vice versa, introduce people here to you know, music that I like, and hopefully they do too. Yeah, so um, just as a sort of tick some of these off, we're here with Andy Howes, who is a uh, owner of Howes Oil Company, but also is runs a music promotion company called Fuel. And if people don't, people don't really pay attention to who the promoters are that no. often, but you ha- you brought in Jason Isbell, which I rant and rave about constantly on, on the show, so yep. people will recognize that. Sure. You uh, drive by truckers. Yep, and they're coming back, right? I got them coming back January twenty eighth at the Orpheum, um, and but, had them at the district last uh, September. Yep, and yep. so just, just sort of tick down some of the bands that you brought in that people would recognize. Sure. Well, Jason Isbell three times, so we had him at the Orpheum twice, and then we graduated to the Pavilion uh, this year, which was which was awesome. It's such a beautiful venue. Uh, being able to have one of my favorite all time musicians at you know, such a cool place in Sioux Falls was, was just a lot of fun because they, they couldn't have enjoyed that more. And they really liked the Orpheum, you know, but the uh, pavilion is obviously a very special place. So, and it was awesome. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it was, and, and we'll have them back. I, yep. they, they enjoyed it. Uh, they will definitely be back to the pavilion. Um, so yeah. have a, had the drive by truckers. I've had Dawes a couple of times, mm-hmm. California band, uh, Lucero a couple of times, once at the Orpheum, once at Icon. Uh, and then I've had some smaller shows uh, at uh, Total Drag, which is uh, you know my store. favorite place in town. It's a it's a part record store, part live music venue mm-hmm. down by the post office downtown, and uh, they can hold about ninety people. So it's always you know even if it's sold out, it's still a pretty intimate show because you know there's not right. there's not hundreds of people there. Whatever. Right. Um, so I've had some people um, like Robert Ellis, Tim Easton. A band called Ages and Ages, uh, one of my favorite songwriters ever, Will Johnson. Um, so it's been a real neat way to bring in bands with you know very minimal risk uh, in those situations. They're just looking there. for a gas money. Yeah, they're looking major. for a place to play between you know maybe Omaha and Minneapolis or whatever it might be. Um, uh, but developing those relationships with those bands and with the the bookers, the the, the people that book those bands. Um, has been awesome because now they're reaching out all the time, you know, because they know Sioux Falls is a place that really does mm-hmm. uh, come out for bands that not everybody's heard of. And yeah. that's been part of the fun for me. Yeah. Do you ever have these shows where you're like, ah, I would really like to take that, but the risk is too great. There's too much time, whatever, where you just say, I want to do it, but my, my, my heart tells me yes, my head says no. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And that's part of the... Um, 
you know, I guess one of the neat things about having brought as many people in as I have is that they are reaching out more often now. Mm -hmm. Um, but it truly is, you know, something that is on the side, so can't go too crazy with it. Um, and then there's some too, where, um, the risk is probably just a little too great because, um, Sioux Falls has shown really across the board that, that there's a willingness to try new bands and so forth, but still, um, it does take some work <laughs> to introduce a new band, you know, and people, you know, everybody's got a million things going on. They're not mm -hmm. there. Sometimes it's easier just to go to the show that, you know, for sure, a band that, you know, you know, the premier center shows are always, uh, obviously mostly sold out. And those are bands that people are familiar with. And mm -hmm. I get it. You know, you go to, you go to what, you know, um, but it's also been cool to see how many people are willing to, you know, spend between 10 to, you know, sometimes 35, 40 bucks for a band that they maybe aren't familiar with. But, um, like in my case, you know, part of the reason that I, I actually came up with the promotion company and a name is like, well, if they see enough, if you've been to a Jason Isbell show mm -hmm. that we brought, you know, maybe you'll take a risk on another show that we're bringing in because, because we're doing it. Because you, they now follow you on social media right. or what have you. Yeah, exactly. If you're following, following the fuel shows on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, you're like, oh, well, you know, yeah, I like Jaws, maybe I'll like Robert Ellis, you know. Um, on the flip side of that, do you see shows occasionally where you're like, you know, I know that would work, but I, I'm just not interested in them as a band. As an yeah, artist, it a hundred percent has to be something that I personally enjoy, and that's a luxury that that I have. And I, I I have so much respect and give so much credit to the promoters in town that do this year round. Um, you know, that need to make a living on it, mm -hmm. um, and because you know they're often bringing in bands that maybe maybe it's not something that they listen to, uh, but they recognize that hey, it's a it, they're talented people. Uh, it's a good booking agent to work with. There's going to be an audience for that mm -hmm. here in Sioux Falls. Uh, but there's talk about taking risk there. I mean, again, the folks that do this year round. Uh, are really taking a risk on shows, yeah. maybe multiple shows a week. That the folks at Total Drag uh, end up having hundreds of shows a year. I mean, they have, they have shows a lot. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I, my hats off to them because uh, without those people paving the way, um, it's difficult to get Sioux Falls on the map. Mm -hmm. You know, as a place for bands to come. Yeah, because there's the people probably don't realize how many uh, organizations there are out there right now that are booking on a regular basis. Right. I mean, there's you, but there's Pepper Entertainment, which yep. is booking everywhere all the time. Totally. The Collective Efforts Union, yep. which is a different kind of uh, uh, audience, but constantly booking. Totally. Yeah, and those Jason. guys are full-time. Totally. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, again, they're, they're, uh, they're taking a risk, you know, with every show. Uh, because gonna, most yeah. of these bands, if you're coming to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, there's usually a guarantee of some kind involved mm -hmm. to, to that band, you know? So you've got a risk that, boy, if I, if I don't sell enough tickets to cover my guarantee, I'm not going to make money on this show, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Collective Efforts Union, Pepper Entertainment, the folks at Total Drive, but also, you know, the Washington Pavilion. Yep. Uh, all the things that they bring in outside of their their season tickets. Well, SMG runs yeah. the Pavilion and the Orpheum. Exactly, and they book all the time. Well, yeah, they're not in the Pavilion. The Pavilion group. Uh, I'm sorry, not the Pavilion, well, but they run the Premier the, Center, the Premier Center, yeah. and the Orpheum. Yeah. Uh, but even though, you know those Premier Center shows, which thankfully, uh, you know, all those have, it seems have gone pretty well. Yeah. But there's a tremendous amount of risk involved 
in those too. You know, that's a that's a big venue and a pretty pretty healthy guarantee being paid to yeah, somebody for exactly. that. You know, so we're here with Andy Howes. He is uh, owner of Howes Oil Company, but we're talking to him because he runs Fuel Promotions and is involved with different folk records, and we're going to talk a little bit about that right after the news. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. Welcome back. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. We're continuing to talk with Andy House, who's a local music promoter through his company Fuel, and also is involved with different folk records, which is what I want to talk about right now. Uh, you have recently announced uh, the... The big new project from Rich Show and uh, a concert, uh, sort of a record release party in January. Uh, tell me how you got, first of all, how'd you get involved with Different Folk Records? Sure. We started Different Folk um, two years ago. I actually started working on it almost three years ago, but myself and uh, a few other partners um, who are uh, either music fans or local musicians, we started talking about this um, in 2015 and again kind of what I said earlier about just the tremendous local music community that we have there's so many talented local musicians and, and part of what we started talking about is well how can we what can we do to make it easier for bands to stay together to release music to you know hopefully find a wider audience um, and, and and what we arrived at was well let's start this record label and, and work with bands uh, towards that end. So um, always in the back of my mind was Rich Show. Rich, you know, has been writing and, and recording music in the Sioux Falls area for, for four decades. In my mind, um, he's the greatest rock and roll songwriter to come out of South Dakota. And, you know, he's somebody who people should be talking about in Los Angeles and New York and mm -hmm. everywhere under the sun. Um, his bands, uh, Violet, Flag with Hank, No Direction, are some of the greatest Sioux Falls bands ever. Violet was one that I grew up with in the 90s. Saw him at the Pomp Room all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they recorded a couple albums at Prince's Studio at uh, Pasley Park. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, that was a band that always should have had a bigger audience. Um, so what we approached Rich about was, would you be willing to go back and record songs from throughout your whole career? Um, as it stands right now, if you're going to listen to Rich's music, it's a real kind of combination of some vinyl, some tapes, some mm -hmm. CDs, some CDRs, some digital. Um, so we said, you know, how cool would it be to have just a great double album release where the sound quality is all the same and you work with all the musicians that you want to work with. Um, and then also hopefully record some additional tracks that we can offer mm -hmm. as a bonus download or whatever. So between the album and, and what he ended up recording, there's almost 50 songs. Um, and the sound is just so, so great. And, and Rich brought in musicians that he's worked with uh, over the years and also some, um, some younger uh, talent as well. So it's just a real cool mixture of you know, some different eras of Sioux Falls musicians and his, his son Eli did the artwork for the album, which is mm -hmm. tremendous. You did the... Some, I wrote the... I did write the liner notes. Liner notes, yep. which are uh, tremendous. Oh, thank you. And, and, uh, and there's just some really neat people involved. Uh, so it's been... If this was the only thing we ever did through Different Folk, it would have been worth it alone to start it. But um, so we're excited. We're releasing that. So actually, the my next show... My next two shows are back to back January at the Orpheum. So Rich's record we're releasing January twenty seventh at the Orpheum. 
And then that drive-by trucker show is the next night, January. Oh, really? I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, so they're back to back. That's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, you know, Jan- there's very rarely anything exciting going on in January, right? Right. So we're going to we're going to make it an exciting weekend. Um, but we just couldn't be more excited. Uh, Rich dove in headfirst on this thing, and 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 you know, really gave it his all, and and it it shows. It you can hear it. Yeah. What know? I really like about this, and it, he didn't just go back and re-record the songs. He he they he re, he recorded the songs in each band in the formation in the the band's construction of the time. So the No Direction songs are a power trio. Right. The the Flag with Hank songs are are a four piece and and on up the the list, right. which I think is really uh, kind of unique yeah. from my perspective. I've never seen anybody do that before. Yeah, it's oftentimes if if a musician goes back and re-records it. Um, yeah, it, it maybe is a new take on the song mm-hmm. or what, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the spirit of each era of his songwriting is definitely captured on this. And that's the way the record is laid out, you know, from no direction tunes all the way up through some really cool fleshed out, uh, violet songs. Mm-hmm. Andrew Reinhardt's is a local, uh, musician here that's, that plays in a lot of different, uh, with a lot of different people, mm-hmm. but he did some amazing arrangements uh, for horns and strings on some of these Violet songs. And it's just, it's, they're just beautiful. And there's yeah. some, there's some hard rocking tunes on there. And then there's some, there's some songs that are just, they're beautiful. And to have that kind of talent here in town uh, is amazing to me. Yeah. I, I saw uh, Violet, the iteration with the horns and strings. Yeah. And, you know, I knew it would be cool. Cause I always like rich show shows. Uh, I, you know, admit to being the, the hugest fanboy ever, but that experience with the, that was, that was amazing. Yeah. It was really good. Next level. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I'm looking forward to hearing the, the whole thing because you're doing a double album on vinyl. Right. Say, That's different. Folk does vinyl. Exactly. Right? That was, that was one. And, and we've worked uh, on a couple other projects that weren't exclusively vinyl, but that was one of our original goals as well. If, if it works to do it, mm-hmm. if we can work with a band to release something on vinyl, cause that is definitely the best sounding option. Um, so yeah, so this, so Rich's record is it's, it's double album, two records, um, 22 songs on that. And like I said, I think there's, I think we're going to end up with maybe 27 bonus tracks. So, and those, so you, you'll be able to, even if a person doesn't have a record player mm-hmm. and they were to buy it, you'd have, you get the, you, you get the whole download. Yeah. You know? So uh, what's the album called again? Um, that was the future. This is the past, which was Rich the came with, Rich, Rich came with, which is such a fitting title yeah. for a project like this, where you're yeah. going back and revisiting songs from, you know, four decades of songwriting. So, yeah. and the single that's out right now, uh, is my rock and autopsy, which you could yeah. find on both YouTube and SoundCloud. If a person were to look up, look for different folk records, uh, well, differentfolkrecords.com mm-hmm. or or on Facebook or Twitter, you you easily find those, and you can certainly search for them uh, on YouTube or SoundCloud. And it's well. all over Facebook right now. So, well, we're trying to make everybody aware. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> we're talking with Andy Howes. He is a local music promoter and a fan and enthusiast, and is driving a lot of what's happening in our community music-wise. Um, so, different folk uh, is, is not just Rich Show. Who You've released a, a few other records. What other artists are you working with right now? So last May, May 19th, we released uh, just an absolutely tremendous record by Burlap Wolfking. Thomas Hentges is actually one of my partners on on the label. Mm-hmm. Um, but his band, Burlap Wolfking, uh, 
released just an incredible album that he he played throughout uh, the summer mm-hmm. promoting and was ended up being very successful for us and 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 uh, so that was our most recent recording which uh, you could still order at differentfolkrecords.com backslash store <laughs> different uh, folk differentfolkrecords.com um, and our first releases that we put out almost two years ago it was two years ago November um, we did uh, seven inch recordings so it's like a, you think of a record mm-hmm. you put in a jukebox you know mm-hmm. uh, that we worked on with Thomas's band Burlock Wolf King did did a song did a side on one of those and then the Union Grove Pickers uh, so two of our other partners in the label uh tim jewel and josh rick are a part of union grove pickers um so they were on one of those seven inches uh jamie lynn who's based out in spearfish Mm -hmm. uh she was on one of those seven inches and then one of the records um was featured jack clatt who's a minneapolis musician and we put out a full-length recording with him last year um shadows in the sunset which actually sold out and we repressed that um it helped uh you know, again, trying to help bands, um, you know, we're trying to make it easier for bands to do what they do. Mm-hmm. And if we can help a little bit on the business side or the recording side. Um, so that album helped uh, get Jack a little bit bigger audience. And he's been touring a lot this year. So he sold out the record on his tour. And, and uh, like I said, we repressed that for some shows he's got coming up this winter. So cool. that's pretty exciting. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what's on the horizon beyond rich for different folk? So in, in addition to the local bands that we've worked with on those seven inch singles, we've also uh, actually worked with some bands that I've brought through town, uh, not household names by any means. Uh, but, but I'll, we've worked with a lot of musicians that have, for example, opened up for Jason Isbell mm-hmm. that are kind of in that universe uh, bands that reside in, in Nashville um, so we've got uh, one coming out this uh, it'll be early 2018 after Rich's record um, by one of my favorite songwriters, a guy named Tim Easton. He's based out of Nashville. He's been putting out records mm-hmm. for 20 years. Um, uh, he's going to be on one side of it, and the other side is a guy named by the name of John Calvin Abney, who uh, if one of the shows I brought to town is John Moreland, mm-hmm. um, who's just an absolutely tremendous up and coming songwriter. Um, he opened for one of the Isbell shows. Um, so this John Calvin Abney, he actually uh, tours with John Moreland. He plays guitar for him and sings alongside him and stuff. So, um, so we're, we're, we're finding some, some really cool national touring artists that aren't based here in South Dakota, um, that, uh, that are just tremendous musicians that, uh, it's been really fun to work with. Yeah. Um, we're here with Andy Howes of, uh, Different folk records and, of course, uh, the uh, fuel promotion company. So, what? How, how many albums do you normally print when you do a pressing? Do you, so we've you done three hundred is kind of the minimum where 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 it makes sense. If you do any less than that, you're paying way more than you should. Mm-hmm. Um, so three hundred. Is that's, a safe number. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, and then uh, often with the downloads, is that something you do as a matter of course? Or we just... didn't do it on the first those first three seven inches that we released two years ago. We didn't do it then, but we've done it with every record since then. And it's been, you know, it's a it's it's a nice way if somebody wants to be supportive of a band, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe doesn't have a record player. Well, if you get it, you can still download the music. And, and you get you the know. art. And you get the art. And yeah, yeah it's, it's I mean, it's the best way to do it. Yeah. So. 
Uh, we're going to come right back and continue our conversation with Andy Howes about local music and, uh, in Sioux Falls and where we're headed next. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. Welcome back to the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. And we are continuing a very interesting conversation with Andy Howes, who is a local businessman, but also is a music promoter through his company, Fuel, and has brought in a lot of great acts, including one of my favorite concerts of recent memory, which was Jason Isbell at the Pavilion. And he promises me that Jason Isbell is coming back. So that's good news. back, for sure. That's outstanding. So let's talk a little bit about Sioux Falls. As you, you've been talking a lot about how people are willing to um, go see bands that they don't necessarily know that well. Sure, that hasn't always been the case here, has it? No, and, and we're at a really cool juncture here, where between you know what limited, what little things I'm doing, uh, but all these other promoters we talked about earlier are doing, plus the Premier Center, where you know. It's so different than it was even just a few years ago, but certainly a decade ago, where, you know, we've got several venues and we've got something as big as a 12,000 seater, you know, um, and having Paul McCartney here, having mm-hmm. Paul Simon here, having the Foo Fighters here, having some of these country bands who... Some of these country bands. I'm not going to think of it because that's not my cup of right, tea, but right. it's, it's awesome because all the efforts of what SMG and what they're doing at the premier center is helping what we're doing on a much smaller level, perhaps with shows at total drag, whatever it is, we're covering all those bases, you know, and it's just been neat to see Sioux Falls get on the map uh, for live music in a way that has never been before. Um, You know, the only thing we're really missing right now is kind of an in-between size venue so there's a lot of bands that can't come here just because there's not the right fit for them mm-hmm. um you know the premier center obviously is for very big names mm-hmm. um, but really kind of the next step beyond that is is like ten thousand seats less yeah <laughs> which is the pavilion you know mm-hmm. which is a home to tremendous broadway shows and 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 uh bands that you know can fill a room that size but we don't have a three thousand or a six thousand or you know um Sort of a bigger theater setting. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of a comparable, like what kind of venue are you thinking about? That? Well, one, th- you know, one, one thing that we don't have that we're going to have in a couple of years is, is a nice outdoor facility. Mm-hmm. Um, Levitt at yep. the falls. I don't know if you visited with anybody yep. with them yet, but um, you know, that's going to be able to hold when it's all said and done, maybe 6,000 people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we don't really have, you know, they have a jazz fest, obviously, out mm-hmm. of the soccer fields there. Um, but that's not a permanent facility. No, it's not so, a great venue. Yeah, so that's a little bit different. So, so you know, kind of the in-between size is something that's still a work in progress. But, you know, that Levitt is going to be built. So mm-hmm. we're going to have we're going to have kind of that missing component now. Now, do they reach out to you? Have you been in conversations with yep. the Levitt people? So when they say we want to book 50 shows a year. Right. Is that in conjunction with you or everybody else? How does that work? They've been great. I I had some initial concerns, just wanted to make sure that, you know, they're going to have 50 free shows. You know, hopefully it's not stepping on the folks that need to make money year round. Right. The people I talked about that are they're doing this full time, you know. But I think it's going to be an excellent complement to what everything everybody else is doing. And I think it's going to be a fantastic way to introduce live music to people that maybe – don't mm-hmm. have the time for it, can't afford it, whatever it might be. I mean, free shows, having that many free shows 
there's going to be ample opportunity, hopefully, for people to get out to, you know, hopefully at least a few of them. Mm -hmm. um, and if they like it, you know, maybe that'll be the the first step towards going to shows that that uh, people are doing it, you know, ticketed shows at other venues. You know, so fifty free shows though. When I heard that, I was like, no way. That's a big number. Yeah, they have, and it is, it is, and 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 they're gonna, you know, the budget that they'll have to work with. Um, it'll it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, but uh, a portion of those will be kid shows. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they, probably more than. I mean, that would make sense. Yes, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, you know, you think if you drive by McKenna Park in the summer and you mm -hmm. see some of those shows, I mean, that sort of a thing, you know. Uh, but that Levitt organization also has. I mean, there are several of these throughout the country, so mm -hmm. there's some sort of a built-in network of, of bands and booking agents that are used to those facilities, you know? Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. But will they pay you for a show? I mean, or will they pay Pepper for a show, or will they pay... I don't know that it'll be necessary, yeah. you know? And I guess that's, like I said, my initial concern was um, just hoping that it's not too much of a good thing, that, you know, we've got all these venues uh, between Icon and the Orpheum and Total Drag and the Pavilion mm -hmm. and the District and the Premier Center in bigs and other places where there's shows is, is hopefully that something that's not always free doesn't step on all that. But like I said, I think it's going to be, it's going to be a great option, um, for, for folks, um, who, you know, who, because it's free, mm -hmm. you know, well, they may do, uh, classical. Are they, I mean, it and they absolutely anything. will. It'll, it, yes. yeah, it's not going to be, I don't envision it being any band that was, otherwise going to be brought here yeah. i think the kind of bands and the kind of music that goes through there is going to be stuff that that isn't currently being brought here um so you know it should be fine and really it, it i think that their intent is to expose people to live performance yes um and it may be a completely different audience because it's like there's a thing at the Levitt. I'm just going because it's free. I don't even right. know what it is. Yeah, and I'm gonna take the kids. It'll be it's outdoors. I can run around. It'll be fine. Yeah, which is which is fantastic. Yeah. You know, and that's not, you know, a show that I'm having at the Orpheum is is not that kind of show. You mm -hmm. know, or a show that Pepper might be having at Icon, uh, you know, is not going to be that kind of show. But how cool is that if there's, you know, if it's a Thursday night in June. You know, and you pile the kids in the car or on your bikes and take the bike trails down. Hang out for a little bit. Hang out. You're outside. You know, it's mm -hmm. no, there's no, everyone's away from their screens, it's and you're beautiful. listening to live music. It, it, I just think it's going to be it. It's going to be. I I trust me. I understand some of the the questions or whatever, mm -hmm. but I think in when you add that into all the other neat things that people are doing with live music in the area, you know, this is going to be a pretty special place for people that enjoy live music in yeah. a few years. What uh, last question? What's your what's your dream show at this point? Well, having Jason Isbell back again would be fantastic. <laughs> I'm a longtime fan of Wilco. Uh, before that, Uncle Tupelo. So Jeff Tweedy is one of my all time favorite songwriters. Um, if I could have Jeff Tweedy at the Pavilion, that'd be pretty darn cool. Um, Neil Young's my all time favorite musician. I, that's probably beyond my ability to bring him bring him here. But well, you know when they get. That stage sometimes the price comes exactly down. <laughs> yeah, on the downward. You know, Sturgill Simpson's are just a mm -hmm. tremendous performer that I, I think would be awesome to have here. That's one that I'll probably have to wait a while to be able to yeah. fit that into my budget. But I, I said last question, but what are you listening to right now? Oh man, I listen to uh, I listen to a million records just to pick one right now. 
Um, today, be, what'd you listen to today? I listened to Rich Show's record. Ah, uh, there you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's Available funny. January 27th at the Garfield <laughs> Theater. Uh, Andy Howes, uh, thank you very much for letting us come in. He's, uh, Andy, of course, is uh, Different Folk Records, uh, Fuel Promotions, Howes Oil Company. Throw that in there. there uh, and uh, uh, and with the big release of the Rich Show record in January. And as always, people can go to differentfolkrecords.com, right? You got it. And look for us on Facebook and Twitter as well, Instagram. Yeah, you're everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> thanks, thanks for taking a few moments of your day, to Andy. You bet. Thank you. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO.